For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover an opinion on Princeton's legacy admissions policy, a plan for voluntary payments to the municipality of Princeton from the university, and the maintenance of interest rates effect on the economy. It's Thursday, February 1st. Legacy admissions has been a contentious issue at Princeton, highlighted by the Supreme Court's decision to overturn affirmative action in admissions. Opinion columnist Ava Johnson sat down with us to share her view on legacy admissions and diversity at Princeton. My name is Ava Johnson. I am a staff columnist in the opinion section. Could you briefly describe what your view is on the role of legacy admissions in Princeton's admission cycle? I think the role of legacy admissions in Princeton's admission cycle is and should be evolving. I think that within the legacy community, diversity is becoming more and more prevalent. I mean, obviously within legacies, everything echoes what happened 30 years ago. And so when you think about diversity in a situation like that, it's a lot further behind the way we feel it should be because of where you're thinking in the present, whereas the system sort of echoes changes made so many years ago. I think that diversity within the legacy pool is increasing and that we should start to look towards that as a priority within legacy admissions to improve the way that system works. How did you come to this opinion? Well, my idea for this piece started reading a legacy piece that was written in the Prince a couple weeks ago, and I was thinking about just how incomplete and unseen I felt by it. I myself am a Black legacy student, and I just feel like that sort of perspective in the debate is so lost, and it's kind of pitted against itself. It's like, oh, I can't be Black in a legacy at the same time. The ideas of diversity and affirmative action are pitted against like legacy and tradition, and I really wanted to explore the space for the intersection of those two things, and I think that My ideas about how legacy students can try to change the culture here are really inspired, honestly, by myself and my work at the Prince. I really have tried to use the historical knowledge that I've gotten from being part of this community for so long to try to tell stories that people wouldn't normally hear and try to make the school a better place. You can read more of her opinion at dailyprincetonian.com or at the link in the show notes. In local news. Princeton University officials announced Tuesday that they will make a voluntary contribution of $28.2 million in unrestricted funds to the municipality of Princeton over the next five years. An additional $11.3 million will be given to the municipality, which will be used to repair sewer infrastructure, fund the Princeton Fire Department, and support people who do not have a house amidst other projects for the Princeton community. Princeton is not required to pay taxes, but regularly makes payments in lieu of taxes, which are also known as pilots. Additional funding will go to local nonprofit organizations that support low-income homeowners and students. The $28.2 million is an increase of $14.6 million over five years, the university announced last year. In national news, yesterday the Federal Reserve maintained interest rates at their current level, which stands between 5.25% and 5.5%. This benchmark interest rate has been static since July. Fed Chair Jerome Powell told reporters, quote, If the economy evolves broadly as expected, it will likely be appropriate to begin dialing back policy restraint at some point this year. The economy has maintained steady growth and staved off high inflation, with December's core prices, which excludes food and energy prices, only going up by 2.9% from the previous year. While there have been a series of high-profile layoffs in the tech and journalism industries, overall job growth last year was better than expected, with an additional 2.7 million jobs being created by employers. Former Vice Chair of the Federal Reserve and Economics and Public Affairs Professor Alan Blinder, Class of 67, wrote a paper in late 2023 supporting the Federal Reserve's ability to achieve a, quote, soft landing, a term used to describe the lowering of inflation without causing a recession. Today, you can expect cloudy skies, with a high of 49 and a low of 37 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by me, 
sound engineered by Leila Siskind, and produced under the 148th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, Class of 22. For the Daily Princetonian, I'm Vitus LaRue. Have a wonderful day.